Coming up. I told y'all some time ago, I got to tell y'all this story again. It just came to mind. I remember when I was a kid, I don't know, I was, I don't know, eight or nine years old. And our parents told us not to cuss. And I was trying to hold on, y'all. I was trying. Oh, I was trying. One day, the kids, we was hanging out. We were hanging out, doing something. And then somebody did something that made me mad. And all of a sudden, bleep, 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 bleep came out my mouth. And I, I, fe I, I felt a little bad about it. I was still angry, but I kind of felt a little bad because I, you know, that wasn't my thing. In fact, they used to tease me because I didn't cuss. But when I did that, they started having a party, started celebrating. Y'all hear Rob? Did y'all hear Rob? <laughs> Rob cussing, y'all. Rob cussing. They, they made a party of me cussing. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. We may not want to hear this, but all human beings are often motivated by things that aren't very good. Whether we accept it or not, there's evil in our hearts. Thankfully, when we let Jesus Christ take the lead in our lives, He can regenerate our motives. Join us for the message series, Travelers from the Heart, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn help us to examine the things in our hearts that motivate many of our actions. Here's the fourth message in the series, Who Are the New Travelers? Part 1. As you know, we've been in a message series um, entitled Travelers from the Heart. And um, on our last message, we covered a bunch of things. Uh, and I hope that um, you are now today ready to uh, partake because you've downloaded the message outline and you're all set to go. Um, but before we get into today's topic, I want to just cover real quickly um, some of the things we talked about last time. And it's just that we found out that we we gonna get got to get prepared for new travelers of our hearts and that um, God is going to do his part and we just got to do ours. We found out that God has a plan for our heart. He has a plan to give me, give us a new heart. He has a plan to destroy our old heart and he has a plan um, to provide us with new travelers. And then we got to do our part and, get, and we got to prepare our hearts for the travelers, the new travelers. And we got to seek God with all our heart. And then we got to dispose of or demolish or destroy the old idols of our old heart. Yeah. And I say that because we're going to be building on that message today mm -hmm. and so that we can continue along in our series. And um, today's uh, message is, the subtopic is, who are the new travelers? Mm -hmm. Part one. Who are the new travelers? Part one. We're going to cover some of them today and we'll do some more next week. We're not going to cover them all. I just want to make that clear, but we're going to cover some of them because there are some, when God does a thing in your heart, God does a thing in your heart. Okay. <laughs> all right. And that means he does a lot of things in your heart. And I, I know there's somebody that can test, testify to that fact, how much God has done in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I know I can. God has done a whole lot in my heart. Amen. And so uh, my heart is not what it used to be. And so, but I attribute all of that to God. And so we're going to talk about who these new travelers are. I use who because we're somewhat personifying the travelers. Um, we want to treat them 
like a person kind of, so we can talk about them as a traveler. I had used the metaphor um, in last message and the one before that too, about if your heart was an airplane, mm -hmm. your heart was an airplane, uh, you, we need Jesus to be our TSA agent. So to, to, to screen who gets on the, into your heart yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that, um, and then to only limit the, to limit all the bad things and the potentially bad thing. Oh no, the bad things in the heart, you know, only three ounces of jealousy, you know, <laughs> only, only three ounces of pride can come on. Only, only three ounces of, of envy can come on and slander and, and, and evil thoughts, you know, you know, we don't want a whole boatload of all that stuff in our hearts, right? Yeah. And then we also talked about how those things at one time in our lives were riding first class and we need to send those jokers back to coach and allow the new travelers to come in um, into the first class seats and with the new heart that God has given us. And so that's the plan, y'all. That's what we're striving to do. So I just want to continue to build on this thought and talk about these personified travelers of our heart. Amen. And so if you're ready to go, um, write this down on your papers. God's plan is to give us new hearts with new travelers. And I just gave you a background of that. We're building on that. I'm making that point again, that God's plan is to give us new hearts with new travelers. Mm -hmm. And we looked at this passage um, last week it's Ezekiel 36, 27 through 28. I want to talk about it some more. It reads, and I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Mm -hmm. let's, let's sit on that for a minute. God says, I'm going to put my spirit in you mm -hmm. and my spirit is going to move you. It's going to move you to do the things that God would have you to do. And that's important for us to acknowledge that the work that's being done in our heart with these new travelers is a function of the Holy Spirit. It's a function of God's spirit yeah. to be in us and then move us. Mm -hmm. And then the passage reads on verse 28. Then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors. You will be my people and I will be your God. We discussed about this, how this um, scripture is really related to the present time in which it was given and also to the future. It's related to the future in, in a twofold kind of way. It's related to the future in terms of the new covenant that will come after Christ comes. Mm -hmm. And then um, Christ is crucified, he's buried and he rises. And then the Holy Spirit comes and indwells believers. And then it's also um, reflective of the future past that when we all go to glory and be with God forever in all eternity. Mm -hmm. It's referencing that as well. And the, the centerpiece or the, the, the theme here is talking about taking us to the promised land. He was talking to them about them living in the land that God had, had gave to, his, to their ancestors. Um, and then the promised land is representative of heaven in our time and our eternal time with God as well. So this passage is referencing all of that. 
and God declares that I'm going to put my spirit in you mm -hmm. and I'm going to move you. I'm going to move you to do and live the way that I have ordained for you to live. Amen. And God is going to do his part, mm -hmm. but we must do ours. Amen. Look what it says here in 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Or don't you know that the that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? So the scripture is declaring to us that our bodies is the temple and God lives in us. The spirit of God lives in us. Amen. Just like he said he would do in Ezekiel. As I was saying, it's referencing all those different levels. And so God, as believers, we can be assured that the Holy Spirit is living in us. Amen. And that might, if we really think about it, is somewhat mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Somewhat mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. But there's evidence of the Spirit being in us. And one of the prime things uh, you should be able to attest to is that you don't do what you used to do. <laughs> you don't even think the way you used to think. You don't even feel the way you used to feel. You are not the same. Right, right. And if you're not sensing the change, then maybe you haven't really given your life to Christ. Mm. Mm. Something should have changed now that the spirit is living in us evidence of that is a transformed heart yeah. transformed mind mm -hmm. things that you used to think was right you now know is wrong mm -hmm. you don't just know it's wrong you believe it's wrong mm -hmm. <laughs> you got convictions about it being wrong right. and that's the work of the spirit and so god says our bodies is a place where the Holy Spirit dwells. And then in addition to that, Philippians 2, 12 through 13 tells us, work hard to show the results of your salvation. Work hard to show the results that the Spirit is living in you now. It goes on to say, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Amen. 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 Thank God for that. Yep. Thank God. Thank, Thank God that his spirit is in me. Yeah. Transforming my desires. Mm -hmm. Things that I used to desire, I don't desire like I don't desire to the degree I used to. And some things I desired, I don't even desire anymore at all. And that's because of the work of the spirit in us. Yeah. And thank God for that. Yeah, thank God he's helping us to do what pleases him. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Because you think uh, I can never do that. I can never change. I can never do this or that. Right. And the Holy Spirit comes in. That's and right. And you do it and you can't believe yourself. You look back and go, I can't believe I don't do that anymore. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. 
And so God is so loving. And all of this is a, is a byproduct of the depth in which God loves us. The fact that he would give us a new heart, that he would put his spirit within us, and then he would help us like he does, change our desires, give us the power. And so we all should be living Holy Spirit-powered lives. Amen. Y'all get that? Living Holy Spirit-powered lives. God done something for us to be living that way. And that's we, what we ought to be striving to live, how we ought to be striving to live. Um, Holy Spirit powered lives. And so this, this takes us to raise the question then, if God has given us new hearts and new travelers, then we should be asking, well, who are the, who are, the primary new travelers of our heart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Write that down. Who are the primary new travelers of our heart? Again, I'm not going to give up all of them because I don't even know if I can. <laughs> right? But clearly the scripture gives us some of them and, 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 and tells us what's happening and how God is giving us new travelers, mm -hmm. giving us new people, new um, travelers who will ride first class if we let them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If we let them, they'll get first priority if we let them. And they'll get most of our time if we let them, most of our energy if we let them. They would guide us more than the old travelers if we let them. Mm -hmm. And so look what it says here in Galatians 5. And I, I started to just talk about the new travelers, but I thought I should remind us a little bit of the old travelers so that we can compare and contrast them and then acknowledge again <laughs> that, yep, yep, them jokers right there, they've been on my plane. <laughs> they've, been on, they've been on my plane and then acknowledge the new ones. Yep, I got some new ones on there now. You know, and some of these jokers we're going to read been on our plane with like three, four luggages. You know, they've been taking up, they've been taking up room in all the compartments. Not only do they take a seat, they take up all the storage. <laughs> okay. And we, we really needed an overhaul. We really needed an overhaul. And so here in Galatians, it reminds us of them. Mm -hmm. And then it contrasts, compares and contrasts those with the new travelers. Mm -hmm. So it says here in Galatians 5, 16 and 24. Um, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And when it says here, the desires of the flesh, that's referencing that old heart. The old heart in which Jesus listed a bunch of travelers in that heart we read earlier in the series. And here, Paul is going to list some of them and then some additional ones mm -hmm. from what Jesus listed. Because yeah. those desires come from that old heart. And then verse 17 goes on to say, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. Mm -hmm. They are in conflict with each other. We talked about how the war was going on inside of us. And we, we talked about that earlier in the series. Yeah. And there was a legal battle going on between old heart, new heart. And this is what this is referencing. There's a conflict with each, each other. They're in conflict with each other so that you are not, you are not to do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Verse 18, but if you are led by the spirit, 
you are not under the law. Again, we talked about that legal battle and that law is referencing the law of the old heart. The old heart has some laws. Like they hit you, you hit them back. Mm-hmm. you know and some yeah. some some stuff that gets you killed you know mm-hmm. had a law if you know don't let them talk to you but like that cuss them out you know the old heart was like cuss them cuss them out you know that was a law it's like man you broke the law you didn't cuss them out mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. uh, i told y'all some time ago i gotta tell y'all this story again it just came to mind i remember when i was a kid I don't know. I was, I don't know, eight or nine years old. And our parents told us not to cuss. And I was trying to hold on y'all. I was trying. Oh, I was trying. One day the kids, we was hanging out. We were hanging out doing something. And somebody did something that made me mad. And all of a sudden, bleep, 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 bleep came out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I, I, fe- I, I felt a little bad about it. I was still angry, but I kind of felt a little bad because I, you know, that wasn't my thing. In fact, they used to tease me because I didn't cuss. But when I did that, they started having a party, started celebrating. Y'all hear Rob? Did y'all hear Rob? <laughs> Rob cussing, y'all. Rob cussing. They, they made a party of me cussing. That's because they had that heart. They had that same heart I had, <laughs> that, that, that heart where the law was, it was a law to cuss. Wow. You know, basically, it's like if you cuss, you cool. You see how the enemy works? Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I, I have to say, I've never had anybody teasing me because I didn't use profanity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, if they were trying to tease me, I didn't take it as that. I didn't I didn't get it because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Good. Yep. That's, wow. Yep. And so, uh, and I, I experienced that. So, the text here is talking about if we're led by the spirit, then we're not under the law. And it's referencing specifically the Old Testament law, which was reflective of a, a works kind of act, um, um, criteria hmm. and about did your, what you did with your flesh. Yeah. And so we're not under that. And then verse 19 goes on to say, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Mm-hmm. they're obvious y'all they're obvious and he says sexual immorality give us a list of some of them some of them are what jesus said and there's some new ones sexual immorality impurity debauchery idolatry witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage selfish ambition dissension factions and envy drunkenness orgies and the like Hmm. i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god Hmm. wow so you see how our old hearts had us destined for hell yeah because these were the travelers of the old heart Mm -hmm. And the text says those, that plane, that heart, that doesn't go to the kingdom Mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. It can't make it. There's there's no flight route of those kind of hearts to heaven. It's destined for hell. And trust me, your plane won't get there late either. Mm -hmm. It'll be on time. Mm 
if those are your travelers. And so, and then verse 22 tells us about the, the contrast though, the travelers of the new heart. Mm -hmm. And remember, we already read that God said, I'm gonna put my spirit within you. We've already read yeah. that our, our bodies are a temple of the Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Verse 22, mm -hmm. but the fruit of the spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, these are the new travelers, the primary new travelers, y'all. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Amen. Man. So these are our primary new travelers, and we're going to elaborate on them mm -hmm. as we move forward here, and maybe on a few others. So let's dive in to this. The first new traveler is kindness. Mm -hmm. Kindness. And what this is speaking of is speaking of moral, moral goodness, moral goodness. Mm -hmm. And another way to explain it is benignity, benignity. I know that's a word you probably mm -hmm. never heard spoken before. I hadn't heard the word spoken before until I was preparing this message. Um, but the root word to it is benign. Benign. The word is benignity, mm -hmm. but the root word is benign. And you know, the opposite of benign is malign or malignant. And we hear this in terms of um, tumors, cancerous tumors, where if a tumor, if a can if a tumor is cancerous and it's you know, you know, unhealthy or dangerous, then it's called malignant. But if it's not dangerous, it's called benign. I mean, it's, it's not going to harm. They still need to remove it, but it's not cancerous. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about kindness, we're talking about moral goodness. It's just a general uh, quality of, of goodness of not causing harm. Mm -hmm. Okay, amen. A general... Mm -hmm. Uh, mode of not causing harm. Mm -hmm. Just not causing harm. Okay. Look what it says here in Romans 2, 4. Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness? Talking about God's kindness. Mm -hmm. Forbearance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. Mm -hmm. Get that. God's kindness, God's moral goodness to not cause you any harm. That's our God. God means us no harm. He's just good. Just and it is that that God uses to lead us to change our direction. Mm -hmm. 
God is saying, I'm the one who means you no harm at all. Only good, that's all. And when we become aware of that, it causes us, you know, I should make you my friend, right, <laughs> you know, right. I shouldn't be trying right. to fight against you because yeah. you yeah. are, in fact, you are the yeah. only one right. who consistently and always don't mean no harm for right. me. Always got my back. Always. Even when I act up. Even I, when I act up. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. Even when I go against God, he still got me. He still got you. The only one. The only one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the only one. And then we have the nerve to fight him. Mm -hmm. And then when you come to realize that, you know, really God is the only one who really means me no harm ever. It causes us to say, you know what? I should, I should, I should love you. Right. I should accept you. Mm -hmm. I should have you in my life. Mm -hmm. I need you in my corner. Mm -hmm. Amen. And when we come to that, God does that so that we would repent. We would change our direction, change our heart, change our minds, and come to him because we now understand he means us no harm, only good. That's how kind he is. Even when we're using his name in vain, yeah. even when we're disobedient to his word, even when we snub our nose up at him, even when we reject him, he still sent his son to die on the cross for us. That's love. That's love. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. They went over there, they saw these powerful giants and the fortified cities. I'm sure there was a degree of fear in their heart, but there was more faith than fear. See, this is the this is where we mess up. We let, we let, we allow our heart to accept the fear more than we accept the faith. Right. We gotta have a strong, our faith have to be more powerful and stronger than our fears so that our fears don't win. And they came back, the 10 spies came back and with a fearful heart, 
and melted the hearts of over 10 or the majority of 2 million people. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't get to go into the promised land. You see, ultimately, we have to fully receive all that, ultimately, for us to fully receive all that God has for us, we can't get to it without faith, y'all. Thank you for listening. 